when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is Friday, July 23rd, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 412. I'm your host, Austin Walker. I'm joined today by Patrick Klepek. Hello. And Ricardo Contreras. Yo. Rob is out on assignment. Rob is out on, I think, No, there's someone ripping up. Uh, yeah, he, he was like, so hard to get a good craftsman during COVID. And then he was just like, I'm gone for the next two days. They're ripping apart. Is this kind of, is this part of the I, Great Cable Escape? Uh, I can only assume. Yeah, there's, heard there was about electricity it happening. I think they're also hiding some cables. Mm. I see. Like, getting <laughs> cables into the wall. So this is, this is how yeah. Rob is going to hide his, his shame. Is like, <laughs> oh, he just tells his partner, like, oh, actually, I discovered, you know, there's some work we need to get done. And his partner's probably like, yeah, that make you know, you, you, you look over that stuff. I'm not going to worry about it. You know, you just take care of what needs to get taken care of. That's part of what having a long-term partner is for. And secretly yeah. Rob is like hiding his <laughs> ultra low latency, whatever bullshit he has, he has <laughs> bought and just God. funneling it through the, the walls of his, of his, uh, the walls. his condo. <laughs> well, we hope Rob is having a good one today. And oh, he, good can rest you, and- can you, I actually think. All right, let's try and imagine what kind of person is Rob when there's work being done. It, like, I feel like he's hovering and he's asking a lot of questions. It, I think he trusts a craftsman, uh, you know, at their at their work. I think to do. Oh, I'm work. sure he but trusts, but he has also, a lot of questions about like, uh, he's yeah, like, how does, what enough. are you doing? Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking this is this is like uh, this is like. Um, when you're in school and you, uh, what do you, what do you call it? When you like take a course, you have you're not actually getting credit for. There's Audit. a word for that. Yeah, he's auditing yeah. an electrician's <laughs> course today. <laughs> I'm asking too many questions. Asking, I, you know, yeah. Whereas I have people over and I, I like don't know what to do with myself. And I'm like, I'll be in this room over there if you need me and yeah. then like yeah. we'll do just do just enough interaction to feel like i've so- satisfied the social contract um we'll ask a question or two if it's like someone coming to do something to my house that i could learn you know learn yeah. to like hey what does this yeah. pipe do how do i remember like the first time we had like plumbing done i was like i no one pointed out where you where the main water valve is could you help me find that and i was like oh that's useful um mm-hmm. but otherwise i like I, I just get like really uncomfortable around someone doing their work. I'm just like, I'm going to shut this door. Or in the words of Rob in a, in a Resident Evil stream, I close my, I, that's my, I'm closing, that's my closing yeah. the door. Yeah. Uh, those streams have been really good. I'm, I'm caught up on those streams now. Uh, people who, who have missed it, Rob and Patrick have been playing. Resident Evil remake. What's it called? Resident Evil remake? Uh, yeah, it doesn't have. Yeah, it, it, it I don't think it has. Have it. It I mean, people, people, 
Yeah, people have dubbed it remake, like capital R E. Sure, uh, yes, make I is, see. is sort of like mm. the vernacular amongst Resident Evil fans. But uh, I mean, for Capcom's purposes, that is the original game. Um, I mean, they haven't uh, erased you know original. Res- you know, like you, it's yeah. easy to track down that that original PlayStation game. But yeah, it's just called. But you can't buy that on uh, any of the platforms at this point. I don't know if that's true. I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, like I don't. I, I doubt it's just on Steam. But uh, right, I wouldn't right. be, I wouldn't be that, sho- yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if it was, you know, on on PlayStation it was on PSN or something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, people should go check that out. Y'all are pretty far in now. You've made it through most of the mansion. I guess yeah, we've like yeah, ga- you're well, like you wrap back around. Yeah, for people who have played the game before, we left the mansion, uh, came back to the mansion, and uh, so I, I think we're in the like the last third. This will be ancient news by the time. Uh, people probably listen to this, but we'll be doing a we're gonna be doing a night a nighttime stream uh, tonight. To that was like the Ooh. one moment where Rob was like, "Hey, the contractor will be gone, but Rob can play. Do you want to do Resident <laughs> Evil at night?" And so I think we're gonna try and push through. I go on vacation for a week and change on August second or third. I forget which right. date. And so that's our that's our hard out. We got to finish Resident Evil by then. by then. Yeah, I. Uh I hope the electricians don't do any damage to the very precise setup that Rob has for the stream. <laughs> the, 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 the contractors are not the problem when when it when it comes to that. It's it's Rob okay. Zachney's own hubris. Ah, I see. <laughs> so I Kato, God. like, can you even imagine? You know he's gonna tinker. Absolutely, today. things are gonna get moved around. Isn't yeah. oh. I, I I bet part of this he was talking about moving his entire setup upstairs oh. and running cables. And I feel like that might be is what what is happening right now. See, like, he would I'm, do that today, even I'm though, scared. Even though the, <laughs> he should probably wait. Do it on the weekend when a stream isn't. <laughs> Literally, on his he setup. said that to me. He's like, you know, <clears throat> I bet, I bet Patrick would say I should do this on the weekend when we were talking about. Oh my about god! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's uh, gonna go ahead and do it now. Rob I hope a beautiful I, monster. God. He got a camera um, that he has like yeah. half set up uh-huh. and then didn't work because he couldn't figure out how to get the the the, the UI to disappear. UI to disappear. <laughs> we've all been there. We've yeah. all we've all yeah. had we have all on this call had our moments with yeah. Technology. But some some people aren't like a toddler and touch the hot plate over and over again. <laughs> wow, rude. Hot. As, as, as my one year old says, hot. Whenever she sees a cup, hot, oh. hot, oh, and then puts her cute. hand away. Rob goes hot. <laughs> How's he gonna learn? He's not. Rob's advocate here. He's not, oh, okay, Rob, I see. Rob telling Kato, you know what Patrick would say, is yeah. Rob not learning? He is knows. Rob like, knowing and choosing to, Which is also yeah. like, a, which, which is which is more like a two-year-old, which is they know they're doing the wrong thing, but then giggle at you while they while they do it. Uh-huh. Um, God. Well. In this case, Rob says, shut the fuck up, Patrick, in like yeah, an increasingly is. irritated, irritated tone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. I don't know that we're gonna get a, a a better segue than people who know that they're doing the wrong thing and do it anyway yeah. into our very uh, uh, dour first topic here. Which if you could tell that like we were doing our best to do like a standard Waypoint Radio intro where we yeah, like, I, w- I was have fun. Bef- and before like, we even started, I was like, 
you know, I uh, I often mock or prod Austin's tone on the what's good. And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know which which way he's going to go. Yeah, I wanted to one. just go, you know, somber, not somber, but not it felt bad. So yeah. I guess we should just get into into the news that broke last night. Uh, but which, of course, is not news that that broke last night because it, it's one more one more uh, uh, piece of evidence towards the uh, kind of systemic issues of misogyny uh, and abuse in the world of video games uh, in in uh, kind of AAA game studios. Also, uh, as, as we know, that is not limited to AAA spaces. Um, hot on the heels of more reporting around Ubisoft uh, comes a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. Um, that California is bringing uh, to bear. Um, Patrick, let me know if, if this is right. It's the Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Yeah, um, so um, they were also involved in the lawsuit against Riot following the gotcha. initial uh, Kotaku reporting by uh, Cecilia, who's now over at Wired, um, uh, that, that was about like pay discrimination and um, sexism and, I, I believe, like the, the payout right was seeking was like 10 million. They were going for much more than that. But anyway, like this, this uh, part of uh, this division of California's sort of, uh, I don't know, imp- you know, government um, has been involved in at least that lawsuit, you know, a separate lawsuit also related to the, the games uh, industry, uh, which, which in some way is encouraging that there is like a, there's a lot of video games in California and that there is a division that is taking steps that, you know, that workers just tweeting about it or talking to a reporter can't necessarily enact the same sort of change that yeah. a place that can uh, file a lawsuit can. Uh, and so, yeah, the the it turns out that there's been a two year investigation by this department um, uh, that found that um, I'm here. I'm just going to quote from from Lauren Kaori's uh, girlies. Uh, piece for us um, over on, on Waypoint California sues Activision Blizzard for being a, quote, breeding ground for harassment, um, uh, found that uh, Activision Blizzard had discriminated against women uh, at the company, also in terms of promotions, compensations, assignments, and firings. Quote, female employees were overwhelmingly assigned to lower grades levels and received less stock. Along with that, uh, larger frat boy culture, uh, cube crawls, during which, and uh, we should just say, like, uh, actually, we should say up top here that the content warning uh, not only for uh, general misogyny, uh, sexual harassment and abuse, um, but also suicide uh, in, in this story, um, which is not something I expected when I first read the initial Bloomberg reporting here. Um, uh, in the office, women were subject to so-called cube crawls during which men at the company got drunk and crawled through office cubicles and harassed women, uh, the complaint alleges. Um, men played video games for extended periods of time during work hours, delegating tasks to women, joked about rape, commented on women's bodies, and groped them. The complaint continues. High-ranking men at the company engaged in blatant sexual harassment without repercussions. Um, and then in one instance, um, a, a woman uh, uh, killed herself on a business trip with a supervisor she was having a sexual relationship with. With uh, The woman had previously faced harassment from men at the company, including a holiday party before her death when her male colleagues allegedly passed around a photo of her vagina, according to the complaint. Um, grotesque. Um, uh, truly, like, beyond the pale shit, except that the pale is defined by, by uh, you know, what is allowed to be before it instead of beyond it. And if something like this, that these allegations are so widespread and so uh uh large in scale that it, it it's it's important to realize how many people sat and watched this happen 
how many men sat and watched this happen without stepping in to to stop it uh, how many people felt like they didn't have the ability to do that how many women felt like they didn't have the ability to do that um uh the ways in which hr failed these people um and and the ways in which it felt like there was no other recourse right um deeply upsetting uh and you know i think i first saw that i first read the story and was like i'm shocked that this didn't leak out um but on reflection <clears throat> with a company culture as bad as this it's e and with an industry culture as bad as this where we talked about this weeks ago we talked about this when we talked about kiwi farms um uh, uh we, we talked about this you know uh, uh in, in in the past when we talked about harassment in general that it is often the case that it feels like and it's the truth that speaking out about things like this and putting your name to it ends up drawing a target on you um, in this in this industry. And not necessarily Season resulting eight. in any sort of meaningful change. It's no. your story's out there or some version of it is out there. But who what happens next? Well, you get targeted for harassment. You you get isolated. You um, you're on an island on your own. There There is not a huge amount of incentive to take actions other than to leave. And I think, yeah. you know, one of the things that gets wrapped up in moments like this is there is a natural reflexive. We got to, you know, when you were in a place, if you're just, you know, someone reading this, you know, who is not in a position of, of any sort of authority or power to, to meaningfully take, take action in the moment is to say, well, um, you know, people who work there, like it's reprehensible that you work for this workplace or don't buy these companies, video games, don't reward them, uh, with your money. And I, I understand both of those responses and neither are particularly productive um, or or meaningfully change what's happening um, at those places. Like to say, you know, if you if you like you work at an Activision Blizzard right now and mm -hmm. maybe you liked your job, like, you you know, it's or maybe you you witness these things and because of your personal circumstances could not leave. Like those are not easy like moves, like there's a reason these are big systemic issues in big companies. And you mentioned they also happen in smaller companies as well, in which there's less exposure to to what, to what happens. Like it, that's the, like the thing to keep in mind. Like if if there's these companies are so unfathomably huge, and it takes something like this for them to come out, you can imagine the trickle down effect of how many stories we don't hear about at yeah. smaller and smaller places, in which the power dynamics are even tighter. To, uh, more tightly wound and even more interpersonal than at a big company like an Activision Blizzard in yeah. which you may not know the person down, you know, the down the cubicle from you. And where uh, you don't have California doing a big investigation because you're not a huge company, you know, or you, the place you work isn't a huge Or maybe company, your state doesn't right? give a shit. Right. Or maybe your state doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I, the, the other half of this in terms of the size of Activision is that, um, you know, we, we've talked – I've talked before – one of the first reported pieces I did, or it, I guess it wasn't really that wasn't really a reported piece, but the first piece of of, uh, of kind of published um, freelance pieces I did after I kind of came out of retirement was uh, for Paste about the ways in which Blizzard sold its company on the back of this this promise that it was like a family and that it had all of these kind of like you never want to leave the campus things. Um, and you know we've talked a lot about that sort of way of selling your company uh, in terms of labor rights and the ways in which that that is is part of an effort to um, kind of make you 
loyal in a way that is about looking the other way when it comes to labor issues, you know, not getting the, the money, the pay that you that you deserve, um, not focusing on that, uh, that part of, of, of your job. Um, but uh, it, it also helps to produce and I've seen this in, in I've seen this advice back when Vice was going through a lot of this publicly a few years ago. Um, the sense that are you the one who's broken? If this place is like a family and I'm having issues, then maybe it's on me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Um, and it's, it is a, another reason to be, you know, skeptical of that style of framing for anywhere that you work. Um, and, and it, it should also, you know, be said that when you see someone and, and if you're in a, if you're in a, a job where like that is how you think about your, your job is like, Oh yeah, we're like a family here. Just be really careful about the ways in which that's providing a a, a visor uh, that you can kind of pull over your eyes when something goes bad. When you think, oh, but we'll take care of it because we're like a family here. I trust that everyone is acting out of good faith or acting out of love or, you know, I'm not saying that there's a one-to-one -one line between that and the sort of boys will be boys bullshit. But there is not a <laughs> – there is not no line. You can draw that line. Uh, it, it might be an indirect one. It might have to bounce through a few other things. Um, but you see that shit again and again and again. Um, so it's it's it is it is pernicious and it is it is uh, just an awful way to think about the people you're working with because it ends up you know it comes from a place where maybe you, you want to say like oh I'm very close to them but in in reality it can often work as a shield. To hide or to, or to dismiss issues that 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 people largely marginalized people are having. I should note this report also notes um, that that this you know let's talk about intersectionality a little bit here. It also specifically goes into into report uh, onto what uh, how this hit black women um, a little bit a little bit differently. Uh, women of color uh, uh, at the company face discrimination in the form of constant micromanaging. The complaint alleges one black woman who worked in the IT department was forced to write up a one-page summary of how she would spend her time off when she asked for vacation when no one else on her team had to, according to the complaint. Another black woman at the company said it took two years for her to be offered a full-time position long after everyone else on her team had been made full employees. Men on her team were allowed to play video games during the workday, but her supervisors would call and check on her if she went outside for a walk, the complaint states. Um, this stuff, this stuff hits in in many different ways, uh, and it hits in ways that are so often um, dismissed as being tied to some pure individual thing. Like, oh yeah, she just takes too many walks. Um, but when you look at it from the bird's eye view, and you can see how this maps to gender, to race, um, uh, uh, to other you know categories of identity, um, it is it is it can become very clear uh, how those decisions get made. Um, uh, because that is that is again like how this the style of 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 ideology works. Um, it is fucked. Well, and it's the it's the it's the failure of just the way that companies in general structure you know HR departments in which mm -hmm. HR departments exist to squash problems for the company, not to solve problems for the employees. In some yep. ways, the fact that HR departments are run by the companies themselves creates an inherent conflict of interest because yep. they are going to report to people who want problems uh, to go away. Um, and the, the way you make problems 
uh, the way you solve problems is is not necessarily, you know, this is how you, we, things result. You know, this that's having a bad HR department is not the sole, <laughs> sole reason Activision Blizzard's, uh, you know, culture is completely fucked, but uh-huh. it is it is indicative of a lack of accountability in which what is an employee to do? Why do people go to the press? They go to the press because they have run completely run out of options in which the only thing you can do is, is hope by like screaming into a publication in which when you go through the process of reporting, your story is sanded down. So mm-hmm. many details do not make it through because it, 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 it there are, when you go to a, uh, to a member of the press, you are then dealing with a completely separate legal department. You are yep. dealing with the reporter's ability to find corroborating evidence or or sourcing in which, you know, I've reported, you know, plenty of stories in which you are then forced to tell people, I believe you. I believe what you are telling me. I don't have another person saying it. And because you're not going on the record, uh, I cannot put it in because the legal liability needs to shift away yep. from the company. I, work I mean, for. listen, um, and so th- this, is. Is how, this is how you result in yeah. if, if there are not internal ways for these to be to dealt with for consequences um, uh, to be enacted. Uh, and thus you look for external partners to try and uh, to, to make those things occur. One of which is, is the press. Like it's just, it's just the nature that your story is then fragmented in all sorts of different ways that if it comes out at all, if it comes out at all frequently, you know, we've, we've frequently it does process. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, there are, it, I, I will say that like this story coming out uh, in, in it's, it's been a frustrating thing to think about the reporting that's happened in this space, uh, around the me too stuff. Um, but even, even going back to one reason why, which was mm-hmm. I, almost a decade ago, uh, going back before that, uh, to, to decades of, of, you know, sm- smaller wave making reporting around, uh, uh, the kind of sexism in this industry, um, and just the open secret among people who pay attention <laughs> that this is just what it is, and uh, along with the actual kind of, um, you know, the 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 whispers that get spread around to keep people safe about this person or that person, along with allegations that that have since come out about people, and it's it can be really demoralizing to look around and be like, what what happened? What's the are the are, are is there progress being made at all? Is the is the ball being moved down the field in any way? Um, uh, to what degree does do these articles end up because they have to be cut down so much, or because in some cases reporters don't have the resources they need to, or because in some cases the reporters make the mistake of being the quote I throw some scare quotes around that word mistake coming across as too sympathetic to. The, su- the the subjects being interviewed and what are you have that reporting. About? That's never happened. Yeah, that would never happen. Never huh, happened to me in an internal review of a, a piece that didn't go up. Um, the uh, greatest failure. <laughs> I'm well, just, uh, uh, yeah. It I is mean, one of this. Yeah. Um, um, one day. One day. But, you know, it's, it's. <sighs> we should add also that Activision has, has given us comment, has given Lauren uh, from, from Waypoint, from Vice comment the, on this there story. Are, we should not read their entire bullshit No, because uh, it's the, I just want to say it's but absolute there, bullshit. There is, um, I do recommend going and reading. Like, I almost don't want to say it, give mm-hmm. them the time of day to read the whole thing. But it is the way the defensive crouch that they take in their comment suggests one it shows the effectiveness of having a division like this that can do proper and thorough investigations that um, have legal teeth that yeah. 
you don't you, as a as a reporter you do not you you need to find people to trust you um and go through a separate whereas this <clears throat> it is clear like this this division of California's government can just make demands uh and like we're we're here like we're we're going to investigate your company and they can make them do things that you know from our advantage in the media you have to work a lot harder um have to go through different avenues um but that you know I, I don't know what the result of this will be, but I think the difference between, and I still think there is worth in uh, coming forward and talking to to the media, whether it's myself or someone else, like those, the stories are still important. They, mm-hmm. they allow us to have conversations um, that even if you had proper HR departments that were uh, enacting consequences, that shit still wouldn't be public. Right. No. And par- part of what is useful in the disclosure that happens either through a lawsuit like this in which you can read the lawsuit or, uh, media reports about the cultures of companies is it allows for conversations that can happen in the broader uh, culture and communities about like well, what is happening in our spaces like this is bad is this happening here how can we avoid it how can we you know look at what's happened in the past but part of the issue with you know a lot of really great reporting was done uh, has been done around uh, Ubisoft but I think the what has been the issue going forward is and it's something we've struggled with when we talk about, well, how do we talk about Ubisoft games going forward? And this is something I know a lot of people that pay attention to this stuff also struggle with is like, okay, uh, has anything changed? How do we measure yeah. that change? Um, how do we measure the effectiveness of that change relative to the to the workers that are most impacted by it? And there's just no way to do that. Um, you know, you can look at what's happening to Ubisoft now in which they are just shedding talent yep. as being a proxy for a a toxic culture that has alienated a lot of people. It is also the case that a lot of VC money is being thrown around uh, by uh, VCs and big companies in places like Canada, and people are taking the extra zero. And yeah. I'm not knocking them for take take the check, right? Like take take the check, take take the yeah. the, the shitty VCs money and, and go make your dream project. But it is it is not necessarily a straight line to a bunch of media reports properly uh, through sunshine at Ubisoft's toxic culture. Thus people are leaving Ubisoft and thus Ubisoft will learn a lesson and it'll be like a better place. Like those just aren't, those aren't real consequences in the way that there are need, there need to be real consequences. In a a world where there is such a a surplus of young uh, folks who are coming out of game design programs or game development programs or art programs programming you know computer science programs um who are who are willing to go use those skills for less money in in the games industry because they love video games um ubisoft is is like you said shedding employees right now but it is hard not to believe that they will replace them with new people who are going to be left without leadership and who are i'm not saying to be clear i'm saying if you're leaving Ubisoft because you're sick of the company culture there, more power to you, 100%. Yeah. Well, again, like, this, not, you know, not to you know, bang you know the, same, the same drum that we bang every time, but, you know, it's like the lack of unionization. It's if there was a – for those – for on both ends, right? For people who have been there for a long time, um, you know, have an issue with it's harassment or labor exploitation, to have a union to represent yourself there is useful. If you're a young person who's coming in, like having a union – that can represent you, like helps address those issues, whether you're new or you're experienced by having someone who is at, like who can essentially be like a lot of what's happening in this lawsuit. This wouldn't, not that it wouldn't exist, but much of it could be rectified with a union that was able to hold Activision or whatever company accountable 
for their actions. That doesn't exist. And so you need the government to run a two-year investigation to expose bullshit when if this is what's happened over the last two years, just imagine all the stuff that's not in there um, that didn't make the report. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's countless. And it's not just Activision. It's everywhere. Like when we say systemic, it means it's every company. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's built into it's big, the, the, it's the small, model. It's, it's medium size. It is, it is it is part of capitalism. It in, yeah. and lacking accountability measures with real teeth just means people will be hurt. And then the solutions are always retroactive. It doesn't help people in the moment. It doesn't solve the trauma of that woman having uh, a picture of herself um, in a compromised uh, position, like passed around. It does all this stuff is happening. Yeah. If this is a two year investigation. That shit may have happened a decade ago, for all yeah. I fucking know. And it's there's like, stuff that, how, how, that <laughs> there's stuff that may have gotten, you know, cleaned up the second there was wind that there might be an investigation, right? And the word would have gotten around. You know, there are definitely there are people who would have straightened up their acts, so to speak, compared to where it would have been pre. Got your story straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is again despicable. I, I also want to quote uh, Maddie Myers here, who who put up a series of tweets today. Uh, Maddie over at Polygon. Um, uh, the Blizzard news today is one of those things that epitomizes why my politics have shifted so much towards centering workers and their experiences as opposed to depictions of diverse characters slash experiences. It isn't to say that the latter isn't important at all. The latter can and will be achieved if you create circumstances where a diverse workforce of artists can thrive to, and do their best. Quote, our team of 500 straight white guys has hired two diversity consultants as temporary contractors to help us make a game about a black female lesbian is the type of thing that gets applauded in our industry. Um, and uh, this is this is it. This has been it for a minute. Like we I think we spent a lot of time in the early 2010s having fights about representation by which we meant representation in in art by which we meant, you know, uh, hey. How many how many more straight bald white guys do have to be the heroes of of these games? Um, the fact that like Overwatch has characters from around the world and Tracer is gay and you know uh, I don't know this, did they add a black woman to that game yet? Probably not. Um, uh, you know th- that that doesn't actually fix the the stuff on the ground. That doesn't it's the actually same change shit we see when we situation. talk about like you know neoliberal politics. Yeah. It's just yep. it yep. puts the sheen on it's ah we went to photoshop now there's <laughs> now Honestly, there's a black person it's uh, even worse because it's like at least uh, uh, you know you know how i feel about neoliberal politics right but at least with neoliberal politics you're you're hiring a black person <laughs> to then give you the shield <laughs> to your racist policies you don't have to do that shit in the world of video games you could just drop a black character and be like well now we good at least Harris is VP. She's still gonna. It's still a right. shit sandwich, but she right. is vice president. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, you know, you can have. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh huh. You can. You can talk. You can. You can look at the stuff that happened at Naughty Dog. The allegations that came out around sexual harassment against a man there. But if you, if but for the sake of that that uh, fandom, uh, uh, you know, I think that the thing that would come to mind first for them is that there was like a gay man in Last of Us Part One, or the queer stories that occur through the DLC and and through uh, Last of Us Part Two. Like the 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 unfortunately, though the truth on what happens uh, behind closed doors at companies is far outshadowed by the the content of the stuff that they make, and uh, they have they have figured out that there is an audience out there that cares about progressive representation and diverse representation 
Um, and it's such a different thing than building teams with, because it, it, it like, and, and obviously this can still happen with high, like, this happened at Vice where lots of the higher ups at the time were women. And nevertheless, there were still issues around sexual harassment because I mean, many of those things went back to dates before that and only came out once there were women in place. But also, um, you, you, that, that isn't a single fix necessarily. And it certainly doesn't fix issues around other parts of the, the kind of intersection around, around sexuality and gender and, and race, um, and nationality and, and everything else. Again, one of the big things that happened here at Vice that was so frustrating was that it became very clear that the rules that applied to the U.S. offices at the time, uh, had a little slack overseas. It wasn't necessarily clear that the sort of fixes being made here in the States would get Export it to the other vice franchises around the around the world. I, I think you know workers fought for that to happen. Um, I believe that those basic rules did happen, but those are the axes you have to think about when you think about this stuff. Um, uh, but the 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 fact of the matter is that the likelihood that there will be repercussions and there will be people who can stop that shit from happening uh, go up when the people in power are also the sorts of people who who have historically been on the other end of it who uh know that that uh who don't just know that it's bad um but but who then are in the position to step forward and say like hey knock it the fuck off or get out of here um uh here are some real repercussions for your ass like uh yeah uh, making those changes that is what when i say company culture needs to change <laughs> what i really mean is is hire hire more diverse people um, they are out there. There again is a surplus of talent, um, and this is this is fundamentally a problem that doesn't get fixed by a few sensitivity seminars and hiring a consultant or two. Like it just isn't. Um, not until the world has changed more, you know, more largely, and until you know s systemic misogyny is dealt with, until systemic racism is dealt with, uh, which is an ongoing process indefinitely. Um, uh, you're going to need to make spot fixes by bringing people into positions of power who can speak for those members on your team, um, who can speak for the marginalized voices on your team who are being shouted over and abused. And like anything less than that, you will get less of a fix. Like that's, uh, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes you need surgery and not a bandaid. I don't care how many band-aids you have. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway. Activision, uh, uh, again, yeah, did give, give quote to summarize that quote, uh, without going into detail. I, I will say that, like, it's what Patrick said. They, they kind of crouched in defensiveness and threw out a bunch of bullshit about, about bureaucracy overstepping. Uh, it's like, it's wild how, how just outright. Just a tiny, a tiny bit of consequence for their own actions. Nothing's yeah. happened. All it is, is a report. Well, um, it's a, it's, you no, know, there's a suit being brought, right? I, I, well, that's so what we'll I mean. See. That's what I mean. But I yeah, mean, yeah, it's yeah. not, um, there hasn't been a result. There hasn't been, right. you know, correct. uh, correct. Uh, you know, but like the, but the, the speed from, 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 hey, don't do this to quote unaccountable state bureaucrats. The well, speed. Because frequently the statement is, uh, yes. you know, we, we welcome a thorough examination of, uh, our company's past, present, and future. Um, yeah. The stories we have heard as a part of this process are deeply troubling, and we uh, plan yep. to work with, um, you know, insert X, Y, Z um, to address, uh, you know, uh, issues uh, to have a more uh, diverse and inclusive 
you know, future at, at our at our company. I guess the difference here is a lawsuit was filed as opposed to a report. I get you know that's that's you know I, mean, I, I said report and they're you know the lawsuit is in some ways a report, but the fact it's a lawsuit which is seeking damages is seeking some form of financial equity is a step yeah. different than just uh you know the, the way they can swat away a media report with a more generic statement because at the end of the day Bloomberg Vice whoever you know Polygon whoever files the report it's just pressure it's not yeah. it's not action it's pressure it's like this is ugly you should do something about it and the company can you know, and this, you know, put it together a committee, <laughs> you know, like they can say whatever they want to say, but it doesn't actually, we'll have there's panel. nothing to hold yeah. them accountable. There's yeah. nothing that says you must meet these metrics. You must pay out, you know, $10 million to, uh, you know, the employees that you, uh, that you, that you have determined as a part of the suit to be wronged. Like none of that exists. And, and, and without those structures in place, those guardrails in place, like, of course, like any company, big or small, is gonna take the easy yeah. way out because, quite literally, that's like frequently human nature is to do the easier thing and to do the hard thing, even to keep, even to keep good. Like this is free, you know, thing. Like these are a lot of really bad actors or a lot of really vile people. But having those structures in place is good for good people too. Like it is, it is good for good. It is good for existing good cultures to have processes in place where. Otherwise, like people may be feeling like things are equitable and good, but shit still happens in places that like are quote unquote good. Like that, like things are going to happen and having a structure to deal with it allows you to continue to have that good culture and, and to deal with the issues that do arise from people being around other people. Like there are always going to be conflicts and inequity. It is never going to be perfect day to day. But if you don't have a means of dealing with it and addressing it, it's just going to bubble up and get, you know, a thousand times worse. Um and I, I, I know I don't know that you know the, the most cynical way to look at even this lawsuit is the result is some people who deserve a payout uh, get a payout. That's good. Take Activision's yeah. money, but it's a drop yeah. in the bucket. And does that does this even that result in functional change to Activision's corporate structure? I, I don't know. I, I you know uh, you, if you look at what the the consequences of the the riot lawsuit, which came out of this same sort of steps that we're seeing initially now with, with Activision, um, you know, Riot seems to have gone through an, you know, internal reckoning to a degree. I, I can't, I've not done the reporting. I cannot speak to say that Riot is, by all accounts, but people I've talked to, what I can see from the outside, like, it seems like it's a better place than it was before. Um, I don't know that means it's a good place. Who knows? Um, Yeah. Um, that, that is hard to speak to. Um, but, uh, that that's my issue is that Riot went through a similar thing. I don't know that necessarily became a fundamentally different company as a result. I, I don't know that 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 again that's what goes back to the, the the questions of unionization. It's like if it's just this one time where a company gets spooked, and ah, all right, let's we'll do a bunch of a combination of superficial and maybe even some actionable yeah. consequential changes. Well, right, but that's that's just this thing. It's still just. It's still just paint on this problem. It's a band-aid on that problem as opposed to structural, transparent, um, you know, things that can can address whatever is going to be the next set of issues. Um, 
Yeah. And I don't know. So I'm, I, I want to be hopeful. I want to be optimistic. I, I'm glad that, you know, this is better than nothing. I'm glad this exists. It creates a conversation. It, it creates, my guess is the result of this will be a bunch of more stories that come out. My guess is that this moves into part of the reason th- these lawsuits get filed and then a state like California wants it public and widely read is that now there'll be a bunch of media reports because people will feel emboldened that they can talk about what's happened to them. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so, you know, to that end, uh, you know, if, if you want to speak to anything that has happened to you or someone, you know, um, you know, uh, there are, there's contact information in that piece for both, uh, Lauren and, and myself, Lauren has done, although she doesn't write frequently about video games, uh, Lauren has done a lot of really extraordinary labor reporting labor, yeah. and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. If, and I would highly encourage if whatever your, someone else's experience, you would feel more comfortable talking to Lauren you are in you are in extraordinarily good like could could not be like a handoff to it to a a a more reliable um a trustworthy individual than 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 Lauren and so uh Lauren's contact information is uh lauren.gurleyadvice.com um Lauren signal spelled yeah g-u-r-l-e-y like Todd Gurley uh former Rams uh running back uh oh yeah uh uh, you know, helpful, you know, context advice, for the, the advice we point yeah. audience. Um, uh, Lauren's signal is 201-897-2109. Um, my email address is patrick.kluppick at vice.com. And my signal is 224-707-1561. My DMs are also open uh, on on Twitter. Um, so if you want to share your story, even if it's just to share it, it doesn't have to be something that ends up in, in, in a piece. I, I frequently found in doing stories related to situations like this or just kind of in that same realm. Um, sometimes it's nice to just have told another person. Um, and so if all you want to do to, to, to Lauren and myself is just get something off your chest, it's not necessarily something you need the, the public to hear, you know, that's fine. That's fine too. Um, and, and we can, we can be there to, to hear that to, to at least, you know, understand your own story and understand the broader culture that obviously, yeah, is completely rotted at the, at that place. Um, and I should say for people who you know, I'm not in a a, a position of authority at Waypoint anymore. Uh, I, I gave that up years ago. Um, but there there were times years ago where I was in positions to speak up about shit. Um, and if you are in that position in your workplace, regardless of gender, race, whatever, and you see shit going on, or you find out that something's happening, I'm encouraging you to like take the risk and speak up um uh support the people who are are uh being harassed being abused who are being demeaned um i i you know i don't want to make like a <laughs> i don't want to make the claim that like oh it's it's so hard to to do that when in fact the thing that is hard is to be at the other end of that uh, is to be the person who is being abused to be the person who's being harassed who's who's being dehumanized um, but I do, but you know, I can speak f- from history that like, um, the, the, the day that we published that thing, that, that piece basically calling the letter from the waypoint staff calling for vice to like make some fucking changes in the middle of those scandals was a very stressful thing, not just for me, but for the whole team. Um, I could not have done it without the team 
that was with me in office that no offense to Patrick who was like on Discord being like, yeah, I'll sign that letter. That letter sounds good. Um, but whatever you know, that you was <laughs> whatever, right? But that was Danielle and Danica and, and Natalie, uh, being here, having, having my back, Joel having, having, uh, our backs and just deciding together that like we had to say something about this shit. Um, and then thankfully getting support from other people, many, many of whom have gone on to other jobs, uh, uh, or some of, some of whom are still here at Vice supporting our decision to make that call, then immediately moving on to strategizing to how to hold our employers accountable. Um, I'll note that at the time, I wasn't in the union because I was EI, I was in EIC, and they drew a line explicitly preventing EICs from being in the union, even though that's not a normal – that's not a, a standard necessarily across the industry. There are other sites for where EICs are part of the union because of the size of the media company or whatever. I, I personally think I should have been in the union at the time for, for many reasons. Um, but but the uh, the you know it is it is those moments where if you have that authority, um, you that is one of the things that is one of the best things you can do with that authority is to call that shit out is to push against the people who tell you to shut the fuck up or to not make noise or you know I had someone come over to our to my to my desk when we were going to publish that who was a different EIC at the time. Who was like, now maybe I'm just a company man, but I feel like this is something that we should we should handle quietly and not make a big a big fuss about. Uh, uh, unsurprisingly, that dude would end up also being a fucking problem. Uh, it would come out years later, um, and it can be scary to be like, I'm going to make some enemies today by calling people out on their shit. But if you have that authority, it is your responsibility to to, and that does not. I don't just mean it like big companies um you know i've worked retail i've worked i've worked a lot of different jobs i've worked in research i've worked a bunch of different things and and uh if you have and and honestly even if you don't have the authority but if you have a, a voice and you feel that that in this moment you can stand next to someone and have their back and speak on their behalf and make it so that they aren't the only ones who are who are being demeaned in that minute um, it can mean the, a world to someone else and it can push back on people's shit. The second – a lot of these people fucking crumble when they, when they realize that they don't have free reign. Um, uh, it's not a universal thing, obviously. You know, it's not like a, a thing you can, you can go to the bank on. Um, but a lot of the kind of misogynists, racists, abusers I've known, I've seen them, I've seen them fall apart. The second that they realize they don't control the room and they don't control the room when you tell them they don't control the room. And that is the way that you end up changing company culture is by is by fighting for it with the people that you that you care about and can trust at your work at your workplace. Um, so fight that fight. It is it is difficult and scary. Um, uh, and and uh, it can be it can be um, demoralizing because sometimes it can feel like you're not making any progress. Um, but but. Please think about the ways in which you can step up um, uh, in a direct way, because if you just if if we keep punting it and keep saying, well, someone else will report on this, someone else will bring a lawsuit. Well, it's not my problem. Like it ends up extending the issue um, uh, indefinitely. So we should take a break, <laughs> uh, find a different tone for the rest of the podcast. Boomerang X doesn't deserve us being in this mood, you know. Just, re just reintroduce the podcast with like a different "What's Good" energy. No, because you know the, this is games. Games is both of these things. It is. Gotta, it is. Yeah, know. the dichotomy of games. Ah, uh, it's bad. Ah, uh, it's good. 
It's bad. It's good. It's true. We'll be right back. (laughs) So deep. (laughs) When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Boomerang X. I beat it. Nice. Wrapped it up. Throwing that that little boomerang around, jumping to where it is. Yeah. Slowing down time. Or not jump or, or not jumping to where it is sometimes. That's sometimes. a bad idea. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Turns out turns out the storm. Ouch. I, I had a, I so that wasn't my problem in that level, it turned out. The final we okay, spoilers for Boomerang X. Should we say yeah. we should just jump into we should just yeah. finish. We're just gonna yeah. talk. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna it's finish for a off our weeks. boomerangs until I you know, until the end of the year when I declare the game of the year and it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. The levels continue to be really good. Um the last time we talked about it, I guess we talked through like the halfway point of that game where is at the point where I stopped. I had gotten a few extra powers. I guess as a reminder, first person, you got a little spinny like ninja star boomerang. You can throw it. You can zip it back to your hand, at which point it'll hit things on the way back. You can throw it and then teleport towards it or dash towards it instantly. And, 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 and enemies that are in your way on that, you don't you don't yes. like like actually teleport there. You sort of zoom over there. With there's yes. a reason we like kind of. Uh, use Spider-Man as, as as an analogy because you're sort of like web-slinging over to it and enemies that are in your path, you will like the very satisfying, uh, crushing yes. noise that yes. the Boomerang X makes as they t- they shatter into crystals. Um, What else? Uh, You can you eventually get kind of a, a, a shatter shot, like shotgun thing. You get a um, shotgun, you get yeah. a sniper rifle, uh, yes. you then like... Not literally, part, but basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. And, and, and part of uh, what the game does really well is it especially in the latter half as you're unlocking new mechanics. And par- part of what I think continues the game's brilliance as is it, is it shifts into its second half is it identifies things you're already doing. And it's like, mm-hmm. let's just give you something cool to do with them. Uh, like, for example, <laughs> like one of the last mechanics is uh, 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 sort of like a, a ground shake, like yeah, an earthquake. so that, good. Blaze, that, that, kind right? of, yeah, an area yeah. of effect that happens when you touch the ground. And, or an enemy, yeah, which is important. Or an enemy. Or an enemy. <laughs> um, and it's also a shield. And yeah. it's and it's something that you're you're just getting like the way you like you know uh, powered up is by by just uh, hitting I think three enemies in the air before touching the ground, which is something yeah. you're just doing constantly. Like you spend yeah. so oh. much time in the air, and Patrick, then occasionally that. But I'm watching someone play it. I was like, let me just load up a full play of it, and I'm watching someone play the whole thing, and I'm there past the the Euron the the forest of Euron Euron Wood which is like where the big dinosaurs show up for the first time mm-hmm. and they're just on the ground the whole time what are you I'm doing? losing my mind <laughs> oh my Stop god I can't do this no way this isn't the way you play it. you can't do it like this that's not if you play, if you're playing the game like this you're not having fun probably <laughs> just they're like hopping around and trying to find the angle to throw it up at these people oh no oh, the tutorialization no. failed this person 
Um, but I, I, I just love should, that you're. I was just gonna say we should be clear because we said the words like shotgun or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in, not literally. In, well, the thing is that I want to be clear about is that the way that this game kind of stacks abilities, it's not something you're mm. swapping to like a gun in right. like a, F, another FPS. This is all um, every ability kind of stacks on top of each other in a way where you get the ability to uh, use a shotgun by um, you get you have to get two kills with one throw. And then right. uh, yes. using that shotgun later is what unlocks getting three kills with the shotgun is what unlocks the sniper shot. And then um, after you get the time slowing mechanic using that time slowing mechanic to kill a bunch of things while floating in the air is what gets you the blaze, right? Like they, they, right. it's a yes. really clever stacking it layers of, really well. Yeah. Yes. And like, it also like unfold, like the layering and unfolding of this like game as it like escalates. It's just like, it's like so fast, but also not overwhelming. I felt like, I don't know, like they give you the right amount of like the new ability is yeah. helpful enough. There's also new enemies. Then another ability on top of that. Like, I don't know. It just flow. Like, that well, and structure also, was so satisfying. Also intermingled with that is the deployment of new enemy types. So right, like I yeah. loved and hated the eyes that shoot the beam that you can kind <laughs> of interrupt before. You can interrupt them even as they're shooting the beam as long as you're kind of at an angle. Uh, uh, hit them once to kind of stun them and then get behind them to hit the, the red jewel that's on them. I love that enemy type because – that was another thing for me to use these the kind of sniper shot pierce yeah, skill. When I told when I told Brad Shoemaker, I was like, "Yo, those enemies that you have to get behind or yeah. like hit once to open, like just snipe their ass. Like that's done. <laughs> you don't it's have so to. You don't good. do any setup. Like yeah. those big hulking beasts that were that spit out, uh, yep. you know, spit out enemies from their back. Like just snipe their ass. Like you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to <laughs> line it up properly. Just whoo, and the, do that from across the map and then zoom in a different direction. Ooh. All of the stuff with, like, the bird that has the... I guess there's a couple different types of bird, but the one that uh, has, like, the three crystals around, like, on its body. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. uh, if you just shotgun that thing or whatever the shatter shot is called for that, that feels so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, all of the way the the enemy designs plus the abilities interweave are really good. Um, uh, the, the back half of this game, again, it does... It keeps layering those abilities. There's also, like, an ultimate ability called something Comet Oblivion. Oblivion Comet, something like that. Yeah. That just lets you like point and click between enemies with a wild kind of overlay. <sighs> it's like the only you... one that didn't work for me. Um I it, you get I, it so I, late that I didn't find enough use cases right. for yes. it. It's like should I be holding was... on to this? Like uh you have to the way you charge the meter is you have to be killing random enemies you just you can't stop you you, you can't, just can't stop it, you it, keep it, on killing. and, and it, it, i like in theory when you explain what it's trying to do uh vis-a-vis what the player has been sort of like trained and what their behaviors are right it's smart which is basically like your ability to stop time have slow motion more or less like be very careful and deliberate about what your next action is i mean the game says yo if you want the superpower you just need to keep killing and keep moving and if you stop doing that for too long, you're not going to fill this meter. meter. And so I, yeah. I, in theory, I like the tension. In practice, I found that I only filled that meter by accident. And then mm. when I would execute it, I didn't really know what was going on. And I was like, well, I guess it I killed seven enemies. It is an important thing, right? It doesn't have a tutorial for it. I think because it wants it to be a cool moment when you first deploy it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or did I miss? The, I didn't miss the tutorial <laughs> no, for that, no. right? I'm it, not. So just... all of these abilities you get in between, uh, yeah. in between rooms in like a little hallway 
where it sh- literally shows you like an explanation of how it works, like what buttons to press. And yeah. there's a small area where you have to do it once in order to move mm-hmm. forward. This one, that last one didn't have that at all. Right. Like it, right. it was just like, here, you have this power now. Yeah. I want to say maybe there was a, a it said build up and hit left control to do a thing, but it yeah, didn't it gave say you what the, to do after the controls, that. but it didn't actually have yeah. you do it in the space, so you didn't see how it functioned after you hit left right. space, left uh, right. shift or whatever, left yeah. alt, left control, I don't know, left control, left control, left yeah, control. Yeah. Um, you end up, uh, but but yeah, the way it works is like it puts you into this other kind of overlay filter mode where you're seeing everything. I want to say in black and white, and enemies just appear as yellow or red, and you just click on them and instantly dash across the entire level to kill them. It's very powerful. It's very easy to just clear a stage with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did once charge up for like wait to clear. I had a, a level where there was one you know, gem enemy left for me to kill, kill one yellow marked enemy left for me to kill. And I waited to kill them until I charged up that super by killing everything else so that I could just instantly push through the next level. Cause I was having trouble. Um, I think that was, I think that that was the ice level maybe, but maybe I didn't have it yet. So maybe I'm thinking, maybe I'm confused. Maybe it was, I think it comes like two levels before the end. And that's where the difficulty also like spikes in the it game. Spikes, uh, pretty man. precipitously. I, the one, the hardest level for me was definitely the one where you're, um, hey, this playthrough I'm clicking at is missing a level. This is annoying. Well, I think really? it is. Maybe I'm out of my, yeah, there's a level that's like crystal, crystal and ice, and it's like tall. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, well, um, oh, the one that's like a shaft, right? Yeah. It's, it's like a like, shaft. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Vertical. There's t- I think that there's two, there's, I mean, there's a few tall levels like that. The, the verticality gets bigger and bigger, gets higher and higher. I think you're um, right. Yeah, it's missing that level. It's between the Grave of the Euron Le- Legion and the Resonance Engine. Yeah, right? totally. That's where I that is. If, uh. This is, I gotta find a better. Here we go. Here. Someone who beats this game without being hit Shut on ha- our Shut new game plus up. mode. Shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> I, mean, but that, I mean, I felt that way every time I, <laughs> the entire time I was playing the yeah. game was going, for as cool as I feel, if yeah, you were yeah, to, yeah. if you were, if the game was to, um, like let you frequently, what you could do, it, it, part of the reason I like and uh, described playing this game as like playing like a Quake mod is because I like, part of one of the cool things about playing like an old uh, old game like Quake was that you could download people's uh, playthroughs and then you could watch it from like an um uh like a God view where you'd have to watch it in first person and just see how they do their actions. And it was really cool to see the game from that perspective. If you were to watch. My playthroughs were me, the person, and sitting in my office going, fuck yeah, like, I'm crushing it. If you, like, <laughs> saw my character, like, from a third person as they were ban- dancing around, I would just look like a complete, like, yeah. fucking asshole. Like, just yeah. very inelegant. Um, like, why Why are they just, like, bouncing against the walls in the corner? It's like, uh-huh. oh, I'm the coolest shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the... The uh, yeah the the first really hard level for me was Atzil's Quarry, which is this tall kind of crystal <clears throat> shaft with lava at the bottom and a bunch of like scaffolding around the edges and this huge disc monster that kind of kind of goes up and down the 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 shaft uh, and has like two gem pieces on the top and two on the bottom. Yeah. Um, really hard fight for me. That whole that whole level was just like, but really fun once I got it. I felt really sh- like. Like you said, really, really like um, 
just badass. Like, I don't need to find a better <laughs> yeah, word for it. You yeah, just no, feel it badass is. when it all comes together. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I guess that that leads in, to in like, a way you know, that is in a way that is like so fundamentally different to the way that when we normally ascribe the terms of like feeling powerful or feeling like a badass in video games, that is so closely associated with holding a gun yeah. and um killing a person. Yeah. Um, and I think if you were to ask most people, like, would you, you know, if you asked, like, what is it the last time you felt like you were a badass in a game? It would be, and I'm not saying like playing Warzone ain't cool. Have, have you know, have, I live by well, lots of shooters, but it is part of, I think the reason I, I like, I got so into Boomerang X was this notion of feeling very empowered and feeling like a badass in a way that certainly I'm, I'm I'm killing these bugs, but it didn't, I don't know. Like it didn't have the same, it had the same kinetic feeling that I get from like a, a good shooter without like the hyper violence and in a way of, and the, and the actual like, movement abilities. Anyone's felt- jaw off their face. Right. Once you <laughs> right. didn't do any of that shit. Not yet. Um, that's well, a new game I, plus. That's new game plus. Yeah. Uh, it's not actually new game plus. I don't think. Uh, the, the, I would say, I think part of that for me is that you, one, you don't feel particularly tough in this game. You don't like you, you get a a lot of shields, but more importantly, this is a game where you are like at all points, a step away from losing complete control and Mm -hmm. like feeling like you, you're doing something that you don't have, like you're really walking that line between being, uh, the most balletic you know, dancer you've ever seen in your life versus <laughs> just stumbling and falling and slamming yourself into a wall and falling to the ground and breaking your combo and just you feel unhinged in in, in some moments. Uh, but like you got to be, you got to be unhinged to get through these levels. You get to that last, the resonance engine, the second to last level, the the last level before the boss, which is this huge arena with these like giant ancient columns and enemies everywhere. And there are these like huge blasts of light coming out of the super birds and the big dinosaur ones are blocking off half the level's height because of their weird disc things and you're like throwing yourself between the kind of streams of fire and you're like i guess i gotta go here i guess i gotta go towards the beam of light (laughs) that's cool uh that's safer than where i am now and that feeling is like the fact that you you have to live you have to play dangerously to win is really 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 cool and feels somehow different than most shooters like i do think the the time i put into doom 2016 is there but even when i think when i go back and think about that game i Rarely felt like this close to I, – I still played that game safer than I played this game with the exception of the final boss where I think I had to play extremely safe, which I think gets to your point last time, Patrick. That is like the fi- final boss ha- requires some differences in the way you play. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. The, the ability in Boomerang X uh, – playing Boomerang X frequently uh, felt like what it's like to be a parent to a certain degree, which is just if you are – if you were to pause – and the game is slow, but you're not completely lost. If you were to actually think about all the things that are going on and the things you could be doing, the things yeah. you should be doing, oh no, you're just going to lay down and cry for a little bit. And instead, <laughs> you just sort of have to focus on the task at hand. And then occasionally, like, it reminds me of like playing with my, my like, playing with my oldest, Jessica. She's, you know, almost five. Like, I can talk to her. Like, mm-hmm. I, have, I have this target in front, like, we can have a relationship, which feels like when I'm going up against, like, an enemy, I have an idea of what I'm doing, I have a plan, and then, like, the one-year-old is, like, <laughs> eating a plant on the other side of the room, and I know that's going on, and I just have to, like, 
turn around briefly and yell at them and say, no. And they drop the plant from their mouth and spit it out. And then I turn back around like to my, to my five-year-old. And like, that's like, re- like often how Boomerang X feels. It's just like, <laughs> you have a plan. There's a thousand other things happening. Don't worry about it too much. Cause if you do, it's all going to fall apart. And I think part of what is, is, is the beautiful chaos of that final area is a lot of what you can do in Boomerang X and every other level is there's always kind of an escape hatch. I mean, yeah. yes, there are enemies that will like block off half the area very briefly, or there's the the pillar of light. Um, but you have a lot of space to work with. Even in the vertical, the shaft level, it's up to down. It's just yep. not not as wide. And what happens here is uh, the walls are now dangerous. You cannot touch the walls because they will hurt you. Um, you have this big snake creature, like the way that, that, that it's set up for the final boss is this like snake god, whatever, um, appears. Um, it has these big red uh, like kind of crystal spots that are kind of like bracelets that are attached at different points on the snake that you have to hit. Um, the snake's skin is dangerous, so you can't touch mm-hmm. the snake. Um, when you When you shoot the red spots, the bracelets on the snake... The crystals that it shatters into then turn into weapons themselves. There's a brief period where they're just (laughs) floating in the air and then they turn around and they target you. So (laughs) to weaken the snake, you must turn the the snake into more enemies. And that's addition to enemies that are already... In the also, arena, right. also spawning um, in, yeah, and that and that forms the the basis of two phases of this snake that you alternate between. One of which is the snake, you know, uh, uh, snaking around, and you're taking out these bracelet areas, trying to manage uh, the the tiny crystals that that are being shot at you. And then you go into a second phase where its heart appears and it kind of like shoots out a bunch of kind of like tentacles, like really thin um, lines that have these orbs attached to them. You have to shoot the the the, or, the orbs, uh, but also the the lines that are connected to the orbs are occasionally electric, and also there's enemies on screen, um, uh, and so you're managing all that uh, to destroy the orbs, which then opens the heart up for a hit, and you kind of go back and forth from that cycle as it escalates in speed, as it escalates in the weather How, that is occurring yeah, around yes. you. Like when I when I spoke <laughs> yeah, right, about that final phase, Jesus. It's I mean the final phase it, I uh I described it I think to 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 shoemaker recently like I frequently call bullshit on cuz I so rarely feel it like the I played a game and has sort of like a zen like moment where I went into the trance and then yeah. I I full on experienced it playing Boomerang <laughs> X like in in the moment where I realized at the end the 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 it, I'm I'm in a full on hurricane and this snake has fully unfurled itself to the degree that its body is taking up fully half of my view at all times, uh, there are enemies swirling about that I can't deal with because what I need to find is the last weak point. And as I'm doing all that and then finally realize I found the last weak point and I'm shooting my way down there, and when I unfurled the final shot, I mean, I, I, tr- truly, yeah. like, one well, I didn't of, know it was going to be the final shot. I thought there was going to be another phase. I was me so too. worried. Yeah, I, I didn't know it either. And so, but like my hands were were, were shaking as, as I released it, knowing that, all right, I need to be prepared for one more phase with the heart. I don't know that I have it in me, but at least I've made it this far. That's progress. And yep. like my hands are shaking. I, 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 I've, I'm not 
consciously thinking about what I'm doing anymore because yeah. I can't. I have I have to just rely purely <laughs> on on my emotions and my reactions and my internalized understanding of how the game works. And then when you get that release where oh, like the storm disappears, the final shot for the heart is just an epilogue basically. Uh-huh. Everything's calm. You can just enjoy the lead up is I mean truly one of the coolest experiences probably the coolest experience I've had in a game this year and and is a high ranking experience in a video game just just period period yeah it's really good um I the the thing that I was having the most trouble with during that fight I know Kata you said that you just got through it like you you just aced it uh well, I, I didn't me- I didn't one shot it but it, <laughs> okay, it felt okay. it didn't feel, as, feel a little bit better I think I think Patrick mentioned that it felt like the difficulty spiked particularly on mm-hmm. that boss and i felt like it felt like the same level of escalation from the other ones to me a little bit i don't know the thing that specifically threw me off were the crystals which i think my first time through i didn't realize the pattern that i was that i need i needed <laughs> to clear them because right. so up until then in the game you can get into the habit of just focusing down the yellow gem enemies because that's what clears a stage. The game is set up where you go into a room, you activate the room. The room will have like let's say seven, seven, you know, levels or seven stages, seven uh, rounds uh, in it. And uh, the goal is to destroy the enemies that have the little yellow mark. And so, if you destroy all the six enemies with the yellow mark, all the additional enemies will despawn. And so, I felt like my first couple of times through, I was thinking that way still mm. when it came to the red spots on the kind of dragon snake god thing. Right. Where I was like, let me just clear these. And so the sky was filled with those crystals. But my final playthrough, I was using those to keep my flame shield up. Uh, and literally the final hit that I needed, um, like w- before I, uh, it was like I killed all the crystals uh, except for or on the on the snake except for one. Um, uh, one more like the the kind of gem bracelets on the thing. Um, and uh, I took that time. I was down to no health, and I was like, "There's no enemies. I've killed all the enemies. I can finally <laughs> fucking land on these healing pads." And even then, it was nerve wracking because the 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 dragon could have like turned and got me at any point, right? It could have just like turned and landed on me, and that would have just instantly killed me. But like slowing down, not literally slowing down, but like. Um, emotionally slowing down to address those the crystal enemies that pop yeah. off when you break one of the bracelets like completely changed that fight for me lining them up to where i was hitting multiples with the sniper shot felt <laughs> incredible where it's like all right, i'm just yeah. gonna clear it like if i if i get them to chase me they'll all like fall into a line like as if they're like a needle and once they do that i could just snipe through all of them with a single shot well and then, um, and, and then knowing it's that so good it's just trusting at a certain point that the the, the the shield uh uh technique that you were talking yes, about where yes. if you if you take out three enemies uh, in the air yep. uh you get this you, you can use it as a shield or you can use it as kind of a ground pound and obviously yep. you're always in the air in this one what you found was like like this fight specifically was asking you use all of your tools like yep. <clears throat> you will have full realization how intermingled and it, it, like they are with one another where you will use the sniper shot to take out two of the the bracelets at once and then give it to give it five seconds and then you can turn around shotgun blast Mm -hmm. uh those crystals which then unlocks your sniper rifle again and also has gotten you the shield 
And like, yep. that's the rhythm they want yeah. you to get into is, is to do all those things. And once it's still very difficult to manage all that and very easy to, to, to like get yourself into a bad spot. But like that, that area, I still think the game could have built to that moment. I think we should have like two more levels that like still yeah. like kind of stacked to that moment a little bit more. Um, Cause it, it really just sounds like, like, like all three of us are like relatively the same skill level and it just like clicked for Ka- like Kato just had the good yeah. run like so much faster, which yeah. happens, right? Like, I, totally. mean, like I, I am not a Dark Souls, uh, I can, uh, you know, savant, but I beat ONS basically on my first try, which right, is not right. how that fight's supposed to go. It is no, meant right. to be, it oh is meant God. to be a like good run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like that just, that just happened. So like yeah. that just, and every time I mention that to people, they get irritated because in the same way that like Kato's like, yeah. I don't understand why this fight was so bad. That's not your attitude. But I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, there's a, it's a, there's a little bit of that tone. Um, but uh, sometimes that happens, right? In a game, it's just like you get through a a, a pivot point in, in a way that other people turns into a, a, a choke point for them. And uh, that that's the beauty in looking back. And after having that final run with that mission is it really is just this great encapsulation of everything they've built and how tightly wound all the mechanics and ideas are that when you, you truly can't beat that fight without understanding how all of them work frequently in boomerang X, you kind of can just muddle through it. Um, it's going to be harder, but that final fight, I don't, I don't think you can do it unless you understand how all those things are stacking and taking advantage of it. And so then once you've done that, you know, it's a similar feeling to a, a, you know, a Souls or a Sekiro or something like that, where, like, ah, like I understand what you've been teaching me. I'm now deploying it, and I've I've mastered everything you've put in front of me, and that feels so fucking good. Mm-hmm. How did Boomerang X? Go ahead. What were y'all flying around that stage during the end, or did you? So what I part of what I did for that snake was realize that where it entered the arena because it enters from the outside of the storm yeah is where its entire body is going to enter right Mm, and i just floated around that area and was hitting the things as soon as they came in to sight instead of having to chase it down because like it does this like wild like dragon you know like flying through the air twisty yeah business which is terrifying to be in the center of Uh and then (laughs) i was just like fuck that i'm just gonna wait for the things to come in and like kind of yeah i didn't have i didn't have an issue with that so much i um it was really it was really the crystals Mm -hmm. getting getting to me quickly and i think by the third i think i got on my third try they're just so fast and like if you're not really ready for them you're, and also, they end up the, the enemies that make the poison spheres end up popping up. And if you shoot one of those by mistake, the poison spheres turn into a big poison gas cloud. If you Hate if it. you move through Hate that, it. you take damage. Yeah. So you know, and I, yeah, great great fight though. Yeah. Incredible fight. Yeah. Um, great game. I would I would play some DLC for this immediately. Did you? Like, did any of you try New Game Plus at all? I didn't. Yeah. I heard it was just nope. harder, and I yep. was like, mm. I was good. I got, I, was I, got to the, I got to the end, and <laughs> nothing else really changes. Fine. Like as far I don't know. Oh, did so you also didn't try it? No, I got. I, got, I mean, I, uh, gotcha. I started it and got the boomerang. I picked up the boomerang. I haven't really, <laughs> you know. Had to yeah, I don't. I, I my understanding is it's a harder. There's more enemies, or they're harder enemy mm-hmm. layouts, or I don't. I don't. I just mm-hmm. know that it's more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, boomerang X. I like that game quite a bit. Yeah. So glad we got to wrap back around. We should move on. 
Uh, Patrick, you, you've been playing some Death's Door, right? Yeah, I think both both of us have been playing yeah, uh, some Death's Door. The I have a few hours into it. Uh, what's it, uh, Acid Vert? What's the name of that developer? Um, the developer of Titan Titan Souls um, has a new mm-hmm. game called Death's Door. Uh, I I believe it's on Game Pass. Um, in addition to being on a bunch of oh, bunch nice. of platforms, um, oh, it is it is a isometric action uh, game in which you play a crow uh, who is a reaper. Um, in which you like go into different realms, defeat like the lore of the place isn't uh, you know not super firmly established. Like you just go in, you 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 collect the soul, you bring it back. This bureaucracy. And basically what happens is you go to fetch a soul, um, uh-huh. which is like something you can collect after a boss fight. Uh, you get knocked out. Uh, someone takes that soul. Uh, and then basically the bureaucracy is like, hey, you uh, you can't come like you can't move forward. So you go you need to go find that soul. And specifically when the, the, the crows, when they exist in their realm, the bureaucracy realm, they're eternal. It, time does not move. When you go in to collect a soul. You are mortal, you can die, um, and you can age. Um, and so there is this, like, risk that Reapers take when they enter into, I guess, the mortal realm, um, uh, which is, you know, and then sort of, like, sets up the, the kind of, like, the the broad broad strokes of, of the game's story is, like, uh, you need to go fetch that, and, you know, things get more complicated. Turns out to maybe this bureaucracy you're a part of is a problem, um, and that kind of sets you on a larger quest to go... Uh, collect uh, these giant souls, um, these sort of like larger uh, characters that uh, are lording over three different areas in in the game. Uh, it's, it's an action game that has you know certainly shares a lot. In, if you played Titan Souls, which is a boss fight game that took a lot of inspiration from Souls and Shadow of the Colossus, you see a lot of that here um, in in sort of like the you know the boss design. Uh, but now, whereas Titan Souls was really just about getting from Go to the next boss fight. Do that boss fight. Uh, there's a lot more from here to there uh, in in Death's Door, um, where you're, you're fighting enemies. You uh, you know you have a regular attack. You can you can roll. You can have charge attacks. Uh, there's no parry system or anything Mm-mm. like that. I actually think the game would have benefited from from some, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, you can hit projectiles, right? You can hit back projectiles. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So you do that quite a bit, or at least. A uh, certain set of projectiles. I guess I don't want to say all projectiles, but uh, like I definitely hit back lots of magic orbs, for sure. Also, it isn't on Game Pass, which is isn't no, it? it? Isn't yeah. I can't. I can't find it. And I looked up, and oh, I thought. I thought I saw that. Uh, it's only. I, it might be. May it be that it's on uh, just. Uh, Xbox Game Pass and not PC Game Pass. Uh, no, maybe I'm just no, wrong. Just not. Maybe I'm okay. just wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, does seem like a game that would come to Game Pass at some point. Right. Um, uh, anyway, uh, 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 that that uh, regardless Christ, that the Chris Tales or Christ Tales or that other one is on yeah. That is maybe, oh. that, maybe that's what I was confusing it with. Huh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's uh, yeah. Uh, I, I I like it. I don't you know I'm like four hours, but you know, uh, kind of halfway ish through the game. I. I've seen a lot of really high praise for for this game that I've seen comparisons to Hollow Knight. Let's not say things we can't uh, take back. Um, yeah, I can't go there. I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm, I'm not. Enjo- yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> they're different. You know, game different games hit for people in different ways. Uh, yeah. You know, and and Hollow Knight is is a game that speaks to 
all of our like very specific yeah. <laughs> like shared sensibilities. I don't um, I, I don't get anything like the exploration I got from Hollow Knight here is the thing. I, I really yeah. like the the Go most ahead. I really like the structured boss and mini boss fights in this game a lot because they're so good at making fun patterns to learn and yep. figure out like the way to counter uh uh incoming attack or dodge. You know what I mean? Like counter not in the parry sense, in the you know, broader, how do I deal with this situation sense? Um, they're so good at that. I think the environments are really pretty and really cool, and I think they're gesturing at some fun mythology stuff. But so much of Hollow Knight for me was like piecing together how to get from place to place in a fun way. Um, and when you through, had to go, you had to go yeah. from point A to point B, despite the fact there was fast travel, frequently what you did in Hollow Knight, or in these games that are borrowing from like the Metroid style of yeah. like acquire a power an upgrade uh, mechanic that will let you do more traversal, unlock a, a door, um, mm-hmm. hook shot to a thing. Uh, like one, this game doesn't have a map, and I think it really, really suffers for it. Um, it needs maps so bad. There, there are so frequently instances in which I go through an area where it's clear I will not have a reason to come back here. But the way that these game the games uh, frequently function is, oh, the reason you'll come back is because your map will mark, hey. This is like an inaccessible object. Like when you have the when you have the thing, when you've got the hook. I don't know what the hook shot is in this game, but there's so there's so many spots that are clearly for some sort of hook shot equivalent. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be marked on a map, and it and it would t- it would say, "Hey, you know, make sure you can come back," or I can mark it on a map and be right. like, "Hey, I need to come back and and do this." Um, or even if it's not marked on a map. The game is structured in a way where you will come back to this place. We will give you a reason to go through these locations a second time with the things you have earned, and you will then find th- those lo- those locations, those secrets, those upgrades that you didn't get on the first pass. And maybe, maybe I am missing something. Maybe something further in the game. There'll be a reason to go back to the first area. I'll be area. honest. I don't want to come back to these areas. That <laughs> yeah. Much, okay. Which is yeah. like I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm having a pretty good time with this game. Um, I think it looks great. I think it feels really good to move around. Like I said, I think the boss fights are incredible. But like, I'm not having that much fun moving around the world, mm. exploring the world. The the mobility there aren't like, you. You have a, a dodge roll basically, and you have you can run around. You can do a regular attack, a charged attack. You have that bow. You get some additional. Uh, and maybe the other, maybe the the grappling hook power or whatever. That'll be the third one I get. I don't. I'm guessing the third one I get will help mobility be more fun. But like. I always liked moving around in Hollow Knight. I liked re- I liked going back through the places at like a fundamental sensory, you know, level thing. Whereas here I'm not really having a good time when I realize, oh, you know, one of the the the, the second power you get after the bow and I, maybe you can start with the bow. So the first power you get is a fireball, which lets you light braziers that are uh at the beginning of the game you need a to light them you need to shoot an arrow through a fire source to do it but once you hit the fireball you can go find the places that don't have that have the braziers that need to be lit but don't have the a fire source nearby to shoot an arrow through them and i don't don't i'm not having fun like going back to that big first area and walking around looking for those things just to get a little right. bit of extra loot or you know souls or and also i also I've, i i i think the locations and this is part part of what's frustrating about it, is the locations are perfectly fine if you're if you're just if you were just going through them as a level, right? Yeah. Where it's like you're here and when you've left, you're done with it. And the secrets you didn't get were secrets that were contained within this for the run for like the time that you spent here. And when you've cho- chosen to go through that door, uh, 
like you're you're done with it. Um, or if you want to revisit, you can through like a you know sort of like a level, a level, select a level jump or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I I have not found the locations to be memorable enough where I'm even internalizing. Oh, like this is this part of the map. Oh, this is that part of the map. Or or there I, like even there there are times where I'll remember I'll note an area that's like oh clearly I can't do this and I'll come back later. But I like no iconography to commit to memory. That would, like, how would I get back there? Right. I just started um, watching for instance. I just watched, started watching someone else's play through the first part of this game. And do you remember when you first go to the witch's area? You go through like the crypts and the the mausoleum before mm-hmm. you get out into her the actual like garden area. There's like a a door with a spider web in it that you could burn once you get the fire. Like I would have never remembered that because especially at that point, that's before you understand that you'll get a firepower. You know. Right. Um, so you really have to like run through everything. And I know that that's to someone's taste. Some people really like that. I, the thing of just like, if I go back through, there will be stuff for me to do. But without a map or out without any way for me to mark it, like I don't even need a map. I'm not even saying give me a map where it lets me mark it, though that's ideal. Mm. Um, but like without even a map where I can think about the locations in that way, where I can like transmit that map into my own head and be like, oh yeah, that corner of the map is where there was that spider web like i it, it makes it hard for me to want to go back through this these spaces also i think the, these games the, the way a lot of them are being designed i vastly prefer maybe you got to make it optional I, I i would so much prefer a map comes up and it says like o of six secrets oh you know what i mean like just yeah, let yeah. me know what's there because what i'm what i'm doing now is i'm finishing an area i'm going and finding a walkthrough and it's like what are, and i'm not necessarily I'm trying to like ride a line where it's uh, how do I how do I just look up enough to know where I should start poking around without f- fully spoiling it for myself. But that just seems like that could have been solved in the structure of the game in its mm-hmm. interface. There could have been better reasons, better, uh, you know, and having played just, you know, uh, the most recent Ratchet and Clank game, which I think does a really, really fan- fantastic job of letting players like myself uh who want to find the extra stuff, but like, hey, like meet me halfway on this. I mean, b- part of the brilliance of uh, the most recent Ratchet and Clank is that you're filling out the map on your own for three-fourths of the game, and then three-fourths through the game, it unlocks an option that says, hey, we've just marked all that shit on your map. Like, we know that you might have spent, which I did, like in one of the, one of the biggest areas in, in Ratchet and Clank, there's a, a there's a big open world area that I spent like three hours, like getting like what I thought was exploring every nook and cranny, and I didn't. I still missed like two things, and that item just slapped him on the map, and it's like, hey, you just like didn't look around this one corner. You thought you filled out the map, and and you didn't, but it's here, and now you can figure out. It, I still had to figure out a puzzle to get to the thing, but yeah. I knew that like there was something there. I still got to experience the challenge and, and the satisfaction of of getting to it, but I knew it was there, and the game it didn't suffer for it. And I, right. I, I, I really think this game suffers because having those extra things is part of the joy of these the structure of these types. This is why you make some, a game like this is is to give people abilities and have the joy of like applying them to, to areas and to things that they they pass by. And I, I just wish this game had better implementations of that because I'm with you. I otherwise, I think the combat is not great, but like satisfying. I think it, it like the boss design is fantastic and, you know, makes up for 
you know, the combat being sort of just, you know, okay ish. But I, I, every time it's a, a new boss fight, it's just, I mean, let's go. Like I, they are just a joy aesthetically design wise. Like they're just so much fun to interact with. And I, I'm just frequently finding that at the moments in between those fights are less fa- satisfying than I would like. And then I think are also hampered by these sort of like UI and design yeah. flaws that, that we've, that we've spoken to that I think could have, could have been addressed and adding a map is not a trivial thing. I do not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking these designers to add a map. That would be, no. that would be <laughs> you're, really, you're that would be really difficult. And they may yes, have made it, yes. you know, may, they, I think not having it is a design choice. They, it is not, there's not a world where these, these people didn't have a conversation where someone said, do you think we should add a map? Like they, they made the decision not to, I just disagree on not having something else in, in, in place that would allow you to track down all the, all the other stuff, because that is, that is yeah. the joy I get. Part of the joy I get out of, of the games built like this is I want to go find that stuff. And finding that stuff while watching a YouTube video is it's it's not, not, it's it's not, not satisfying yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're sounding pretty down on this game. And I want to be clear that I think that like there's a lot of really cool shit in it. Yeah. Um, I think that the like – I think the enemy design is good. I mentioned that the bosses are really good. But so are – the enemy design is good and those they really sing in like – a handful of really tough arena fights where you're forced to fight a bunch of them back to back to back without being able to like go heal somewhere. Um, healing in this game is interesting. You have uh, uh, these seeds that you get that you can plant in certain urns around the world, certain kind of vases around the world, and they'll generate like a healing orb. There's a healing fruit for you to eat. And then over time, another one will sprout. So sometimes I'll plant one in like a kind of convenient to get to place um, that way, I know that on subsequent runs, like, you know, one of the early places is a um, a manor that you're moving through, and there's kind of a central hub to that manor that, like, the that, that stuff spokes off from. And so the healing item there is a good, is like a good place to put that, he- or that is a good place to put the healing item since you'll be passing through to go between the different zones, you know? Um, I like that manor a lot. I think that manor is a fun place to kind of explore and go do all the puzzles in and all that stuff. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I do think that there's a lot here. I think it's very charming. I think the music is really good. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's, it feels a little flatter to me than I had hoped it would be. Um, and I think that's mostly in terms of the stuff between the big moments. Um, uh, and that's, it's a little, it's a shame because, because I think this team is, I, I think this is, I played a little bit of Titan Souls. And I think this is more, um, ambitious than Titan Souls in so many ways. And I want to encourage that ambition. Uh, but but there was something about the focus of Titan Souls that I think c- comes through here in the boss fights. You know, I right. think Patrick, yeah, you, I, yeah, I said you, that yeah, to you the I, other I, day. I, yeah, well, we, I believe we talked about this, you know, maybe like a week ago. It was like, yeah, this sounds like a team whose previous game was a game yes. in which you primarily fought bosses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that remains the strength of this game. And I, I you know, I think the, the way I had said privately was like, this is a team trending in the right direction. Like the hundred yeah, percent. Uh, I, it, a, a lot of death's door makes me excited for where this team goes in, in the, in the future, because it's, you know, they not, not shocking. The thing they were good at, they are still good at. And then they're yeah. figuring out the other stuff. And, and, and this game moves really well in that direction. Um, And I'm, I'm so like, I'm going to finish this. I'm really enjoying it. And, and and then hopefully like the guides that different websites are putting together will help me like fill out um, the end of that. And that said, like, I don't know that I need another health bar. Like I thought for a while that like the game sets up like, oh, you can collect four crystals yeah. to shoot more magic. 
and four crystals or whatever to it's all get different more, color to crystals. get more health. And and yeah. I and I thought, oh, I wonder if there's gonna be like twenty of these in the game where I'm like my health is gonna double. And it seems yeah. it seems clear right now, like no. There's four of them in the game, and you'll get one health bar extra. And there's like four of the magic. Is that in the game. really true? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it, it, I've only found one health uh-huh. one and two magic ones, and right, I'm four right. hours into the game, so maybe there's double that. But it's not as though there's a yeah. billion of these to to find. And at that point, it's like, well, I don't. I guess the game is telling me in a certain way. You got what you, you need. Don't, you've got what you need. This is the game is what it is. And if you want to get rewarded with, uh, you know, an extra one, you can, but you don't necessarily. Um, need to need, so yeah, um, yeah but yeah I, I uh i think this is probably a game that people are gonna like a lot more than uh, <laughs> than than we yeah, do 100%. um yep. I, I, 100%. that's just based on how i've seen people talking about it um i think all that's fair um and i, I think my I, I think part of my where some of the tone of this conversation comes from is i was expecting when you go into a game being like hell yeah here we go like this seems like it's it's just for this me. This is my shit. Yeah. Like this is exactly my thing. And, you know, sometimes uh it doesn't land in 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 the way you want it in certain ways. And then other times you have like a boomerang X, which is like a game that I didn't really have in my radar. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, this looks kind of interesting. You play it and all of a sudden, ah, it was made for me. Like so <laughs> yeah. you like that. Yeah. So that sometimes that happens in in different ways. And and part of that is built on your your own expectations. Um and how that interacts with the the game you wanted and the game that is that is there. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm still quite liking a Death Store, and I I'm looking forward to to playing uh, more of it. It's a game that actually because like it's very pretty, um, but I don't know that it's a game that demands uh, being on a big TV in 4K. And so I have played a decent chunk of it using the Backbone uh, controller that plugs into your iPhone. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Mm. And streaming that from my Xbox. Uh, to to my phone, so um, so you know, while I've got you know, I guess now the Olympics, now that uh, uh, basketball is over, <laughs> on I'll I'll be playing um, at least as far as I don't know, maybe the Olympics will be canceled by the by the <laughs> time uh, we get around. It to this. I, I watched some softball last day. night, um, and uh, <laughs> but, but 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 you know, it's it's it works well if you have one of those uh, or yeah. the Razor yeah. Kishi, I think is like the the one they make. Like it, this game works. Like still looks gorgeous on that screen yeah. and it is, it is fun to uh, play in that format. So I've, I've played like half the game on my couch um, with my, my yes. phone and it's been very, very cool. Oh, last thing is I think there's some real charming characters in this game. Yeah. I think all the dialogue Little is really shit. fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Hmm. When, yep. Mm-hmm. That moment's great. The guy in the graveyard <laughs> K- is great. Me. Yeah, uh-huh. Don't want to spoil things. I'm just these are only uh, yeah. things that'll make sense taste. when you when you play the game. Really fun little characters. All the other bureaucrats back at your Reaper HQ are good. Like that stuff is all fun. So I I like that's the thing is I think there's I think that this is this is a game that has so many ingredients I love and the but like the it's like it's like a soup that has incredible ingredients but I don't necessarily love the 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 kind of broth. You know what I mean? The kind of like the thing that holds it all together. It's like well, I was looking for I was looking for a a different type of broth here. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, like a white soup or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, and, and that kind of takes, takes away from it for, for me. But, but I do think, I think people should at least give it a shot if they're, if they're interested and, and see if it clicks for them because, because maybe the, it'll be the right, the right ingredients for them, you know? Um, uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else here. I, I just briefly will say, I feel kind of the same about this game called Black Skylands that came out recently on Steam mm. and early access. 
uh, is a game that I fully feel like is my shit. Um, and then I can't give you a link because Steam's down currently, apparently. Ah, yeah, um, DNS failure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a sort of a steampunk-ish open world airship, like top-down action RPG where you're like leveling up a home base and you're leveling up your or you're you're improving your ship uh you're exploring islands um your your these sky islands basically you got a cool grapple hook that gets you on and off your ship you're repairing your ship in the middle of combat uh like i, I could give it the, the the conceptual cell is so high and it's an early access so i think it could probably still come around for me um but it it feels in action um, there's a lot of interesting setup in terms of narrative and story and like the the factionalization of the people who live up in these sky islands and all that stuff. But then when you get into the the game itself, it ended up feeling like what if you were clearing Far Cry bases from the top down in a way that wasn't <laughs> particularly – that was like very repetitive in its action that was like – not that particularly sort of makes sense engaging. for an early access game, though. Like if a hundred percent, yes. Like, There's hey, lots we, of story we built content. The stru- we built the structure. Now we need to add, you know. Yeah, and there the is story, story content. And- there is story content here, and I did, a, you know, a number of the early story missions, um, and had an okay time. But like, there's. There's just not enough in the moment to moment. It's a similar feeling to, De- to Death's Door. And in fact, actually, there's more going on in Black Skylands than there is in Death's Door in terms of things I'm managing. Managing ammo and managing distances with enemies and, and you know, uh, deciding whether or not I want to try to take them on stealthily or, or go in guns blazing. Like, there is all of that stuff here. Um, but it just wasn't really working for me. And uh, I, 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 but I think as an early access game, this is a game that over the next year or two could end up getting much stronger. So I'm going to keep my eyes on it. Fight some sky bugs, fight some hmm. sky pirates, you know, what's better than this build a base. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's black skylands. People should at least go look up a, a, a trailer or something and see if that looks interesting. So, um, anyone else hit anything this week that they want to, I'll, 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 I'll save really expanding into, I played this VR game, Ragnarok, Okay. Uh, it's it's a you know rock bandish music game where you're hitting drums. I got a lot to say about it, but I'll I'll save that for, say that I'll, for just say, I'll say it's yeah I'll save for Monday. It's extremely good if you have if you have a VR headset. It's coming to Oculus Quest soon. It's not. I'm playing it there, so I assume it'll be public on on the Oculus Quest uh fairly uh, soon. But it's not there yet. But you can play it on right. Steam and, and other and other places at the moment. But um, I want I want to hear about the I want to hear about the Pokemon MOBA. Is, yeah, talk to us about like that. With well, the we time, I, I have on. to bounce in fifteen minutes, but I want to hear about that. You before have fifteen I minutes. Oh my god! Yeah, okay, talk Pokemon about a MOBA on this podcast. Well, it's it it is what it sounds Pokemon like. Unite? Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite. Yeah, it is yes. out on Switch only right now. Coming to mobile in a month, I believe. Um, it is a Pokemon MOBA. Uh, if you don't know what MOBA means. <laughs> It stands for, what does it stand for again? Multiplayer Online Battle Arena, uh, which is a very, un, not a very well, dis- it Lords, doesn't really describe what a MOBA is, but. You might also know it as a Lord's Management game. I believe that's a, what? a MOBA <laughs> is a thing we, we call it sometimes. <laughs> You're managing your Lords. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Um, essentially, the setup for most of these is two teams of generally around five players, and you are trying to assault the half of the map that is the enemy teams there's usually towers in the way there's separate like lanes like a top middle and bottom uh in the pokemoba 
there are two lanes, top and bottom. And instead of uh, towers defending those lanes, there's essentially uh, scoring zones. So what happens is you uh, you make your way down the lane, you kill some creeps, which are just other Pokemon. Uh, with Damn, the- <laughs> relegated to creep status. Yeah. Um, and you get uh, Pokeballs that are what you dunk to score. And essentially, oh, is that what those are? Yeah, they're little pokeballs. Pokeballs, okay. Yeah, you're you're you you make a trainer character. You're you're trained. You play as the trainer giving orders supposedly off screen somewhere. Sometimes you'll pop into the screen for a second for like a yeah, good job. I almost just said, I almost just said, tell it to the judge, (laughs) which isn't anything. Um, but so in order to uh, score points, it's a points based game. You have to stand on the, the enemy's uh, score zone and hold a button. Which are are those the tower? Are those where those towers, where towers would, be would be? And in behind a traditional them, MOBA. yeah, yeah. And behind yes. them, if the tower is up and you try to walk behind it, that all you're slowed in that area. Ah, so what I see. happens is you kind of open up more avenues of attack as you, uh, you know, push further towards their uh, like central goal. But ultimately, and so you're not just when you're dunking when you're dunking yeah. the pokeballs yeah. as if it were pyre. <laughs> you are um, you're capturing. The, each tower has a certain number of pokeballs that needs to go into like yes. doing that lowers the health of the tower. Ta- again, it's not a tower. It's a little circu- circular, circular zone. zone yeah. Right. And, the, and yeah. um, enemy Pokemon, like when you stand in your score zone, you get healed. So in a sense, you kind of become a tower. If you're, you are the tower. Yeah. If you're there. Um, and so um, it's, it's really interesting because it, it's somehow, despite these changes, like still plays a lot, like very similarly as far as like you know there's a phase early on where you want to try to level up as quickly as possible and right. you don't want to push too hard without spending a little bit of time killing Support. some creeps and sure you want to have sure. characters that are like there there are different types of characters obviously yeah, how often have you Pokemon. been ganked a few times. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, there is a jungle. There's a jungle. There's a central area which is just has like some roaming like little pods that like uh-huh. certain characters do best by going in there and like not spending any time in the lanes and just focusing on leveling up first. Um, I just want to ask some. I just want to ask some real yeah. like outsider looking in MOBA shit. Like, like I want. Who's the hard carry in this game? Uh, like who is it that you can? It's yeah. the. The character you got for logging in on the first day that everyone says is OP. Uh, Pikachu? No, no. His name is Zerorora. Zerorora is from one of the newer games. Uh, let me see if I can... And see if I can spell that. He's got... That's not it. A bunch of... He's like a traditional hard carry in that he's not that scary at first. But yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... You let him get ahead on like XP or anything, and this motherfucker's gonna. This motherfucker ruin looks like a, your day. like a hard carry. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, look right? at this guy. <laughs> this this it's motherfucker. Like, yeah, look at that motherfucker. Yeah, uh, that looks right. And, um, so yeah, if you've played a MOBA, it's you know you it's it's all the things you come to expect from MOBAs squished down to a ten minute match. Like oh, it's ten it's minutes. That's interesting. Quick. That makes me feel like I would like to play it. Yeah, once. this is part of why I I 
am so interested. Like, I don't, like, yes, I'm a Pokemon fan. Obviously, I would still play the Pokemon MOBA, especially because I'm also, yes, yeah, a MOBA. Like, yeah. I have 800 hours in Dota 2 from college. Like, that's the game nice. I played. Uh, yeah, bef- I gotcha. Before there was Destiny, there was Dota, <laughs> and Dota was free. I, ask, I wish that was me. I so badly wish I'd had a Dota phase. Uh, I so wish I knew. I, I, I know enough to talk very broad s- scope stuff. Yeah. With MOBAs, I know enough about what a mo- how how these games generally work in terms of what d- different strategy looks like right. and what a basic match looks like and the different sorts of characters. Sort yeah, of maybe you should check this one out because it's I got try- a, like kind of pared down version of what all- are the Pokemon I get? Where are the Pokemon? Oh, so wait a second, you said the Pokemon you start with. How am I getting Pokemon? Okay, so it's a gotcha. It's a gotcha. It's not, it's, it's is not it a gotcha. <laughs> it's not exactly a gotcha. No, not technically. I already have a gotcha in my life, know, and that no. just dropped a two point. It does have microtransaction stuff in it that is. We can get into that in a, a little bit, but to get Pokemon, um, you need their. You, you're unlocking their unite. Uh, your their unite license, like their license to play in the unite games or whatever. Uh, and. There's like a currency that you can unlock that gets it to, uh, that that you can use to unlock them, or you can buy them with real money, right? You buy gems that you can purchase the Pokemon with. Um, any given week, I believe, is when the rotation happens. Uh, there's yeah. a set of like four that is available to everyone, even if you don't have them unlocked, right? So you could play without paying any money and slowly unlock uh, the Pokemon Everybody. and just use the free ones in the meantime. To have because you have sure. kind of smash. Who's free of right now? Yeah, it's 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 free. They're all they're the who is free right now? Oh, who is free? Um, yeah. Who was it? I think uh, fucking. I don't know who is free. The the also the part of the thing is right now as you start up, and I don't know if this is gonna yeah. track for forever or whether or not this is like first week stuff. You're they're yeah, dropping yeah, yeah. a lot of like. Uh, gems ones. or whatever not not gems currency. even oh, just like a oh, full character like yeah i just like for logging in okay. yesterday you got you got zerora you got um nine tails snorlax you did i unlock i'm trying to remember if i unlocked snorlax or if i just got i watched snorlax. someone play a snorlax, snorlax yesterday i was very happy to see snorlax as like a defense support yeah snorlax is a type. tank and he's fucking great um, yeah, I love that. He's got this great little hop that has an, a surprising amount of distance or you just like jump up and fucking slam down on people and yeah. people don't expect it. They're like, look at this little guy walking that well, big guy. Look at that big guy walking around yeah. all slow and then boom, he's on your ass. <laughs> saving everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, saving is there... everyone. <laughs> he's holding all the Pokemon. He's holding all the Pokemon. <laughs> uh, are there... Can I talk about some... Pokemon shit. Are there evolutions? Do you yeah. do you So essentially say? what you you choose essentially the la- the last uh stage Pokemon. So like so I have Gen- I unlocked Gengar. You start as a But yes, uh-huh. you, okay. at the beginning of the game, like every MOBA, like there's a leveling system where you kill creeps, mm-hmm. you get XP, you level up. Leveling up lets you have uh newer moves. Like everyone has their level 1 and level 1 and level 3 is where you get your first two abilities. Uh, you have three yeah. abilities in this game, um, two regular abilities and one like ultimate. The two regular abilities, you have a choice of two once you hit a certain level, so you can kind of so like they level up and you can pick between yeah like 
whatever a long range version of a there's like uh, uh for snorlax for right, example okay. he's got he's got the yeah. when you level him up he's got the when you start he has tackle which is this little short range like burst where he like flings himself forward uh stuns people for like a second um, like you do then yeah. you can replace that with heavy heavy slam which is the one i was talking about where he jumps in the air really quickly and like slams down on someone mm. which is kind of like the leveled up version of, of that original tackle or he has this other option yeah. f- called flail which is a buff where uh depending on how low your hp is you get a buff you get more buff f- the lower your hp is so it's a very kind of like last second like all right risk reward, risk reward yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah. get in there you're not gonna go back and heal necessarily you're right. gonna and hang well in for his mid- other one yeah. for his other one for his other uh ability you start off with rest which he just lays down uh, on the ground and heals uh also becomes immovable so you can use it to kind of block paths which is really fun oh that's very yeah, funny it's very good to like block someone who's trying to run away by just falling asleep and have your teammate come up and like boom yeah that's a very good feeling and then so it doesn't have the jigglypuff smash rest element, <laughs> no right? no no it just okay. it's, just, it's just you falling you fall asleep you you basically become a wall and uh you heal over time as you're sleeping um and then the other option is a yawn, which is he yawns in a direction, and if you hit a Pokemon with your yawn, they fall asleep, which is a very good stun, a uh, range yeah. stun. Um, so yeah, there's, you it's, hear me, it's you great. You hear this me like, turning on my Switch <laughs> so I can just download this shit. Dude, it's, it's fun. It's good. It's it's also like, yeah, it's like very low um, You said 10-minute matches, and that's 10-minute matches. There's a, hey, yeah. there's a quick play, which is... What was that? One more time. There's a quick play, which is three minute matches. <laughs> three minute, three minute matches. <laughs> for for it, um on different maps, which is actually kind of fun. It's um, it's a it, there. It's basically a different uh game mode. Although the 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 objectives is the same. There's like modifiers, and the maps are smaller. There's no like real jungle. It's just like the two lanes, uh, kind of almost parallel to each other, very close. Uh, and it's only four v four instead of five v five. The quick play, mm-hmm. um, and that's really it's like I was surprised how different it felt to get into those. Like there's, yeah, there's um, it was like in a sl- the uh, I forget what the name of the place it was like a icy snowy town or whatever, and so the ground was ice, which meant everyone moved faster. It didn't actually have the like ice effect, but like the the thing they did was in your own lanes on whatever map when you're on your side of the map and your towers are still up that same zone the speed zone is what they call it you're faster while everyone's slower right like i mentioned mm-hmm. before you notice get rid of that speed zone you have to destroy the you have to score enough points in the in that score zone this one had right. it turned okay. on so the entire map was a speed zone and every so and it affected everyone the same everyone was faster so it was like you were zipping around on ice um, which is a, a neat little twist, and also like those uh, those matches are much shorter. Even uh, it's just so easy to pick up and just do a match randomly, and it felt at first just like seeing um, like videos of their announcements and stuff that it would be maybe too simple. Like there's a line here, right, where they're trying to aim for like the both. Uh, sections of the Pokemon uh, um, demographic, like the both like, like the older demographic that grew up with these games and newer uh, kids, and I feel like there's 
a, a fair amount of nuance to um, certain mechanics that they've added where there are, you know, specific like larger creeps on the map where killing them yeah. gives you different bonuses and buffs. Uh, yesterday, I had this really great game where it's kind of, here's an interesting choice they've made. They don't show you what the score is during the match. Oh, that's fascinating. You know but you know which towers are taken. Yes. And technically you, you kind, kind of, of know, it. but here's the thing. If I if the tower's at 1 HP or whatever and I dunk 50 into it, it counts all 50. Yeah. So that's fascinating. Like you kind of have an idea of how the match is going, but you're never quite but sure. Not exactly. And you and that's it kind of I feel like to me at least that's been motivating where and in that's other parts. Gameable. Huh? That's gameable with teams. Where right. like, let's say we were on a team together, and there's an 80 health thing, right? And we have it down to 29. Exactly. And, you, and I have 50, and you have 27. I'll be like, you should dunk first, so and then that you get yeah, exactly. I'll come in and get extra points. That's fun, right? Like as that's that's, that's a fun last hit. That's a different <laughs> type of last yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In a weird way. I have to bounce, but Cotter, you, I, I. I've heard your thing of trying to stream some of this game at some point this week. Uh, yeah, is that happening still, or is that not happening? Know, maybe not. Uh, we'll but, see if it happens. If it does, let me know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I've downloaded this game. Yeah, I'm gonna play this game. I'll try it out. If you want to stream it with me some Hell point yeah. this, some night this week, let me know for sure, and we'll figure it out. Um, all right, I'm gonna head out. Y'all can finish wrapping this no, up, or should okay. we just wrap it up? This is wrap it up. We're done. All right, all right. Wait, Pokemon Unite. We'll talk more about it next week. We we'll should play. because the microtransactions Wait. thing is a little iffy. There's like a lot see, of currencies. This is the thing. Yeah, that's a th- yeah. <laughs> well, let's, but let's it's, see. It's, I, I think it's not as it's just interesting how it it's hitting the Discord. You gotta wait till Monday. Yeah, you gotta we'll wait till Monday. Monday. Yeah. I'll have played it over. <laughs> I have to go. I'm gonna go. Uh, for people who want to watch their uh, the archive, I'm gonna go be on the Nextlander EA Play Talkover thing. So that's why I have to bounce right now because nice. they're about to go record that, and I'm gonna be on that. So uh, watch the archive of that. Our friends over at Nextlander, you can support them on Patreon. You can support us here, Waypoint Plus. Dot com. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with more. Um, we will be, I don't know if there's any like embargoes or, or sorry, Tuesday with more. I always forget what our release schedule yeah. is these days. There is an so embargo that, of a thing I've been playing, actually. Can you say what the thing is or is that embargo? I think I can say what the thing is. Let me double check. What is it? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, uh, I can say that. It, it, I mean, the game is coming out on the 27th. Uh, oh, well, what is the, it? The great, the great. Oh, the Great Attorney Chronicles. Ace, oh, Ace Attorney, Attorney, the Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. This is the. the yeah. No, it's uh-huh. the Great Attorney. I gotcha. It's not the Ace Attorney. Is it called the Great Attorney? Yeah, yeah it's called the Great Attorney Chronicles. Uh, right? I see. Yeah. It's like, I'm just saying people would know what you mean if you said Ace Attorney. It's the right. Great Ace Attorney Adventures. I believe, Ace Attorney. Chronicles. Is Ace Attorney in there? The, God damn it. It's the Great <laughs> Ace, Ace Attorney Chronicles, Chronicles because it's an Adventures and the other one, which I forgot the subtitle for. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is the one where there's Sherlock Holmes, but not Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Um, we'll have more to say about about that and some other stuff presumably next week. Uh, shout outs to uh, or note rather, uh, people should go watch the archive of our Wildermyth stream. We started uh, a new Tactical Tuesday run. So good. Uh, Wildermyth. It was so. It was such a good stream. It was so like. 
I was, you know, whenever you're showing off a new game, you're kind of worried that like, oh, is it going to hit the way I want it to hit for, for me? <laughs> oh my God. The way it hit for me will it hit for other people. And it fucking hit. Yeah. It hit so hard. <laughs> so that's up on our YouTube now, youtube.com slash waypointvice, twitch.tv slash waypoint. Follow, follow all of our articles, waypoint.vice.com, twitter.com slash waypoint. Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Follow Kato at A underscore Kato underscore appears. Get it right, Patrick. <laughs> You can see me just studying this poster for Jordan Peele's new movie. I oh, know what's nope. going on. What's up with my yeah, son? Nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Sure, I love it. He has said he he said he has want he wants to make a, a scary movie before he kind of nopes out of horror and does some other mm. stuff. So I'm I don't know. This looks like it might be an alien invasion flick. Which sure, Ooh. whatever. Anyway, <laughs> at Patrick, sure, Comic. whatever. You're excited. Let yeah, it, I don't give a shit. Jordan Peele can do it. That could yeah. that could be yeah. a turd cloud. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, yeah. make it scary. <laughs> Yep, true. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, as always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track. Miss you off the EP panel machine. Find out more about that. Waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I was going oh, with your speed. I was going with, ah, uh, uh, yeah. So you're powering up like a Dragon Ball Z character. Uh, we'll be back next no! week. Until then, fuck capitalism. Go home. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Kind of, I think the reason that sometimes my peas pop is because I keep lowering my mic so that I can see the, the webcams in front of me. And I, what <laughs> right. this really means is I need a third monitor. Right, uh, of course. Is what, uh-huh. I, think that's, I think that's what I'm... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> realizing is i really do need a third monitor but i've never quite figured out how i would i don't know how i would even do it on on this setup. yeah you gotta go full hacker and do the sideways one the the wow. I've, thought about, I've, 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 I've thought i've thought about that because i mean what I, what I need is like what i would like is a third monitor that just had this is terrible but just had yeah. twitter on <laughs> twitter it. yeah i yeah. get it um, yeah and and because normally I have Twitter directly to my left, always running in TweetDeck, so I can follow news and like ideas for features. Uh, and what I'd like is if that was not in my eyesight all the time, but it was there, uh, and I could just like yeah. look up at it. Yeah. Um, but I've never quite investigated. It seems like yeah, the and I guess you could do that vertically, but you could. Um, It'd be funny. But then it'd be so high up. I'd be I'd yeah. be looking up like this to look like I don't want to Jack be treating is looking down Twitter, Twitter is a god that I need yeah, to look, exactly. <laughs> Feed yep. me your algorithm. See that shit how they're gonna change tweet deck? That's why you no. should people need to stop using official Twitter products. Uh <laughs> Mm-hmm. When people are like, I hate the new Twitter, and it's like, so stop using it. Tweetbot is great. There's no ads. It's three dollars a year, and 
That's you get, great. You get uh, you just can't look at likes. You have to open it in a browser to see Ugh, the likes because hate it. Twitter doesn't open likes. that stuff. Uh, don't use TweetDeck. Use uh, well, you can't see who liked it. Uh, okay. You you can see, see the amount. Um, you need to go to actual the Twitter's website to to see that stuff. Tweeting on Windows, great. It's just TweetDeck and not owned by Twitter. Um, I go out of my way to never use their products, which is why I always laugh when people are like, oh, "I hate how they changed it." They added dislikes. That's they're not. I bet they don't even keep that. That just no, and it's 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 they're not gonna. Yeah, I yeah, that'll I be gone in a week, just like fleets. <laughs> um, Rest all in right. peace, fleets. Rip to fleets. Time dot is. Pi shouldn't get two days. What? It's Pi approximation day. The Bullshit. fuck is that? Because it's the twenty seventh, twenty second of. July, Nerd. which is an approximation of pi, 22 over 7. Mm. You don't, don't get two. Pick one. You don't get two. You, you, don't get get two. Well, you pick one. To be fair, the other day is pi day. This is approximation yeah. of pi day. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> Bro, if I had my wait, birthday wait, does that mean we and then eat approximation. A bunch of, instead of getting pies, you get things that are pi adjacent. Like, like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or like, These are like uh, people celebrating their half know. birthdays. Get the fuck They're out. Buns, That's what I'm saying. Like hand exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Disallowed. Not, not, not appropriate. <laughs> not appropriate for the time that we live in. All right, let's clap at 15. All right. <clears throat> uh, oh, today's, what episode number is this, Kato? I could look it up. 412. Uh, is it 412? Yep. Okay. We should just have like a website like time.is that is what is the next waypoint. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the ACAST site, which is what I look up sometimes. But uh, third. Okay. 